Okay, let's get into our discussion of Sefer Malachim Aleph, a review. Again, this will be mostly the review of the Psukim and the stories and not getting into too many of the details of the Mepharshim because that's what we spent time on during the time when we went through the uh, Psukim themselves. So here we go. The, parics, the Sefer starts off and, oh, just one other Ha'ara. Sefer Malachim Aleph and Malachim Beis is really one book. There's an artificial break that was made by non-Jewish sources. Sefer Malachim Aleph doesn't really end in a specific place that it should have ended. But this is what is this is what is described in the safe. So the Sefer starts off with David HaMelech at the end of his life. We know Sefer Shmuel Beis is all about the end of uh, the, sec- the second half of David HaMelech's life. And David HaMelech here, uh, Zakein Baba Yamim, he is old. He's, he's 70 years old. He tries to get warm. Right? He's not uh, able to get warm. And they say, you know, we have to help somehow help to get him warm. So they bring Avishag Ashunamis, which we discussed was uh, for medical reasons to keep him warm. The body of a, uh, a young girl, Vanara Yafa Maod, he did nothing with her. Maybe this is part of the tikkun of the Maitu with Bacheva. Vamelech Lo he was not, did not violate anything with her. But during this time, and it really didn't work, Adunia ben Chagid, another son of David Amelch, the fourth son of David, David's sons Amnon, Kilav, Avshalom, and then Adonia. Adonia thinks to himself, well, it's my right to be the king. Ani Amloch, I'm going to be the king. He tried on the, the Kesser, the crown, it didn't fit, but... He says he's going to be the king, and he starts gathering people. His, his father never told him and gave him proper tochacha. He was handsome, and he was someone who could be a leader. Who went alongside with Adoniyahu? Yoav ben Struya, who already David is mad at for killing Avner and Avshalom and Amasa, and Evyatar, Evyatar the Kohen that was deposed. <laughs> <laughs> by David Amalek because he was a red, from the line of Eli they all went to Adonia but Sadoka Kohen and Benayahu and Nasan Anavi and Shimi and Rei they all stayed with with David Adonia went and started giving Karbanos and he started gathering people but he did not call to Shlomo who was 12 years old at the time he didn't call to Nasan and Nasan has to take charge Nasan Anavi says I need to make sure that Shlomo is the king why Dafka? Nasan was the one that prophesized that Shlomo was going to be the king. So that's why he has to make sure that his nevuah comes to fruition. So he goes to Batsheva and says, Batsheva, the mother of Shlomo, this is what's happening. Adonia is trying to usurp the throne. This is what you're going to do. Go to David and start complaining and remind him of the promise. And after you start talking, I'm going to go in and I'm going to back you up and continue the conversation. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. She goes into David and she says that you told me, you promised me that my son is going to be the king, and what's happening? And right after she says it, Nasan comes in, and the king says, okay, David Amalek says, I am going, this is what you're going to do, this is, and they told him that Yoav and and uh, Evyatar had gone over to the other side, so they said, this is what you're going to do, take Shlomo, who was only 12 years old at the time, put him on my horse, parade him in the, in the center so everybody realizes that he's going to be the king, put him on my throne, right, give him all the covet in the world, and in that way, Everybody will realize that he is the one that will uh, be the next king. Anoint him, umashacho tosham. David Melech says, even though really Ben Achar Ben does not need uh, anointing, but here when there's a machlokas, like the Raman describes in Ochaz Malachim, so you need Mashiach. So he was anointed by the Gichon, and everybody says Yechi Hamelech Shlomo, and he is the king over all of Am Yisrael. During this time, the other group. 
the Adoniah Adonia side hears the whole commotion and hears what's happening and there's a message that comes and tells them what's going on and they realize that they are done for. Adoniah runs to the Mizbeach and he holds on and he hopes that the Mizbeach is, uh, will be a salvation for him, will function like an ear miklat. But uh, it was not meant to be. Shlomo says to him, I will not touch you as long as you don't rebel. So just get out of here. And he sends him away. And he spares his life at that moment. Yoav obviously is uh, nowhere to be found at this time because they all spread. They knew that Shlomo was going to get them. That also, by the way, is the Haftorah for Parshas Chayasara. There are at least seven or eight Haftorahs in Sefer Malachim Aleph. Uh, this was the Haftorah for the end of David's life and the end of... <laughs> Sarah's life. Parak Bayes. But you can read made David Lamus, so David's really about to give his last will. This is the Torah for Pashas Vayachi. Where Yaakov Avinu gave his last messages. So here too, David gives the last messages. He tells Shlomo, you have to be a man. You have to go and be strong and you have to follow the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you follow the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then the Malchus is going to last. If not, it's going to be taken away from us. There is a certain uh, eternal quality, no matter what. As we know, Malchus based David wasn't torn away permanently like it was from Shaul, but it will be torn away at least temporarily if he doesn't follow. And David Remind Shlomo, please take care of Yoav after everything he did to me, and take care of Shimi ben Geira after all the cursing that he did to me. Take care of those two people because that will solidify the Malchus by getting rid of those two, those two uh, people who are not uh, full followers and supporters of the line of of David Hamelach. Those two, David Hamelach dies at the age of. Uh, 70, right, that's the, 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 uh, Kabbalistic sources that Adam Arishon gave him 70 years, the Gemara and Shabbos Daflamid, that he died on Shabbos, cause he, he, the Malachamavis had to make some noise, because Dawud Melech always learned on Shabbos, cause he knew he was gonna, uh, die on Shabbos. 40 years, just like his son Shlomo later was Melech for 40 years, Hebron 7 years, Yerushalayim 33 years, somewhere there was, there was a half a year somewhere in there, but this is, David, this is David's uh, last parak. Adonia ben Chagiz, after David dies, goes to Bathsheba and says, Bathsheba, you know what? I hope everything is good, but can I please have Avishag? He asks for Avishag as if um, he's trying to trick Bathsheba that he doesn't mean anything by it. He just wants to marry her, even though it wasn't technically a wife of David Hamela. Bathsheba goes to Shlomo and says, Adonia is asking for Avishag, and Shlomo realizes that this is a Mered Bamalchus. He goes and he sends his Benayo Ben Yo Yada, the head of his uh, army, and he kills Adonia in order that this doesn't become a problem in the future. Then he tells Evyatara Kohen, he says, go to Anatot, I'm not going to kill you because you were with David, my father, at difficult times, but you have to leave. Shmuak Badli, so now he's gone, and who's left? Yoav. Yoav hears about what happened to Odoniyahu, and... He knows that uh, his time is his, uh, his time is numbered. So he goes to the Karnosam Mizbeach. The Gemara and Marcus talks about what exactly was he thinking by going to the Karnosam Mizbeach, uh, how it would protect him. Ultimately, it did not. Even if he's there, kill him there, and uh, that will be it. And that's what he does. Shimi ben Geira. This is all as the this solidification of Shlomo's Malchus. These last these first couple of prakim. Shimi ben Geira is told by Shlomo. Okay, I'm not going to kill you now. It was his Rebbe. It was his rabbi, which is amazing that still he learned Torah from him, but he had to follow David's orders. 
and he says to Shimi, if you, you could build your house and live in Yerushalayim. If you leave Yerushalayim, if you go past the river, so then you will be Chayev Misa. How did he know that he was going to ultimately do it? Because as Rechayim Shvalevich says, if you can't do something, all of a sudden you have a Tayev and you want to do it. Right when he would cross Nachal Kidron. And that's what happened after three years, his Avadim run away to Achish in Gat, and Shimi goes, chases them. David finds out, Shlomo finds out that he had left. And he ultimately sends for him, and he kills him, and the the parak ends off. And the kingdom is strong in the hands of Shlomo, and everything is moving up in the world. Shlomo, Perak Yimol, Vayishchatin Shlomo, Espas Paro, Shlomo marries the daughter of Paro, Melech Mitzrayim, somewhat unusual here. What exactly, why did he exactly he did this? In a couple of Prakim, we're going to see he married many different women. But this is the first one. Bas Paro, he takes her to Ir David. Ad Kalosol of Nesa is Beso. There's Beis Hashem, as Chomas Yerushalayim, and he's, re- he's about to start building everything that he is going to do. But then, after that little detail, the rest of the parak is about how unbelievable Shlomo is. Vayahav Shlomo et Hashem, Lolechas v'chukos David Aviv. Shlomo did everything, except... He did not build the base of Mikdash right away. He had Bamos. He had Bamos. He went to Givon. Givon was where the major Bama was. That's where the Bama Gadola was. And he gave many Karbanos. A thousand Olos, says the Gemara. On that, on that uh, bama, and here is the first vision. Shlomo has two visions of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He has the first one in Givon. But Givon, there is a machlokas we shown him whether he was one of the forty-eight Nevi'im, uh, as is described in Maseches Megillah. Rashi has his list. The Gra has his list. So there is a discussion that we shown him. He had two visions for sure. But Givon near Hashem Shlomo And here is the famous vision where uh, Hashem appears to Shlomo and says, "Ask me for anything you want." My etin lach. And Shlomo says, "You've been great. You've done Chesed. What can I ask for? I'm a nothing. I know." Katan. The only thing I ask for is Chachma. Help me judge this people. Help me deal well with this people. Hashem says, that's what you ask for. You only ask for Chachma. You didn't ask for Osher. You didn't ask for Yom Rabbi. You didn't ask for anything else. So I'm going to give you everything. Because you asked for the right thing, I will give you uh, everything as long as Hashem answers and continues as long as you follow my ways. And I will lengthen your days if you follow my ways. In the middle of his parak, that's where the Aftor of Miket starts, which is hardly ever read because it's usually Shabbos Hanukkah. But it starts off, Ayikat Shlomo Chalom. After he has his dream, he wakes up and has his, he realizes a dream. Same parallel pasuk as used by Paro. As we know in Miket, he comes to Yerushalayim and from Givon, he brings more karbanas and he makes a big party. Then we have the famous story of the two Nashim Zonos, the two women with the babies, and one of them is alive, one of them is dead, and Shlomo's tremendous Chachma, how he figures out who the true mother is, he takes a sword, he says, okay, we're going to cut the baby in half, and the true mother uh, reveals herself, all the different Diyukim and the Psukim that we discussed at that time, everybody realizes how smart Shlomo is, and he is the Melech Al Kal Yisrael. Good, Perak Dalid. Shlomo is a great delegator. He has Sarim set up. Uh, he has uh, officers. He has secretaries. He sets up 12 uh, Nitzavim, 12 representatives. He split up all of Eretz Yisrael into 12 parts. One per one representative per land was in charge of that area, but it was also in charge of making sure that the Malchus and the kingdom had enough food. There were thousands and thousands of, of people that came in weekly, monthly, throughout the Malchus, and they needed enough food. So it goes through all of the people who are appointed over the different the different areas. And Shlomo, the whole, all the Am, during that time was Ochlim, Vishosim, Usmechim. Perakei, the 
the uh, parak lists off how much food was uh, was consumed every day in the in the malchus, an unbelievable amount. And everybody, this was an amazing time in the times of the Jewish people. There was peace, there was wealth. That's why the Gemara says the Ramam codifies it that they didn't accept Geirim at this time because Jews were on top of the world. But already you start seeing something here in Parakeh that is somewhat negative. Talks about the thousands and thousands of horses that Shlomo had, and as we'll see, the women, the wives that he's going to have, and this the Gemara says in Sanhedrin Chafalov, this was his mistake, right? He darshan the reasons for the Psukim, doesn't apply to me, they're not going to turn my heart, I'm not going to go back to Mitzrayim, and that's exactly what that's exactly what happened. But that's the that's what will happen eventually. The parak continues to discuss Shlomo Hamelech's Chachma. He was the smartest out of all the Chachamim, smarter than the Navi says than Eitan Ezrachi and Hamam and Chalkol and all these smart individuals. He had many Mishalim, which the Mefarshim say turned into Sefer Mishle. He had many songs. The greatest was which was Shira Shirim. He understood the Chachma of the Eitzim, the wood and the animals, the Chulu, everything about it. Chira, meanwhile, the king of Tsar, sends to Shlomo and makes a treaty and, and gets along with Shlomo. He says, I'll supply some of your wood. I know you're going to want to build the base of Migdash, and in that way, you will, I have great uh, artisans and carpenters, and in that way, we'll have a treaty amongst our people, and Shlomo is very excited about that, he makes the treaty, and Chirim starts sending him the wood down the Mediterranean, he makes rafts out of the wood, sends it down to be able to get it down for the base of Migdash. Hashem then gives Shlomo Chachma, and he's about to start building the base of Migdash, which this is the Torah for Parshas Truma, Parakeh and Parakvav. Here in in um, in Sefer Malachim Aleph lists off all of the different amounts of wood and materials and schleppers that they used for the stones and for the wood in the base of Megdash. And it says in the four hundred Parakvav Ayibishmonim Shana Vabamei Oshana in the four hundred and eightieth year that Am Yisro went out of Mitzrayim. So that's when Shlomo Melech built the base of Megdash. The Barbanel pointed out that four eighty seems to be a special number because four eighty is also the next the the time between Bayis Rishon and Bayis Sheni, right? Because we know Bayis Sheni there was 70 years in be, uh, in between, and then Bayis Sheni, that's how long it took. It was 410 and 420, so for the beginning of the Bayis Rishon, until Bayis Sheni, that's another 480 years. So it was a double, double 480. So, what happens? He starts building. And now the next two couple of prakim go through the structure, as we discussed at length uh, in the earlier uh, shiurim, the structure of the of the Beis HaMikdash that he built. This is the Beis HaMikdash Rishon. We know Beis HaMikdash Sheni is described in the Mishnayis in Meseches Midos, and by Shlisi is described in Sefer Yechazkel. So, here is described all of the, um, and the Mishkan obviously is described in Parshas Truma, Tetzave, and Vayakel, and, and Pakute. There was no st- there were no uh, cutting instruments that were used, and they created all of the um, items as is described in the parak. Hashem here appears to Shlomo again. This is the second time. The first was in Givon, and here is in Yerushalayim. Hashem says to Shlomo, "If you fa- this house is, gonna- is unbelievable, and I will be v'shachanti b'sof b'nei Yisrael, v'lo azov esami Yisrael, I will not leave them, but you have to make sure that you follow my ways and follow all the mitzvahs, and in that way, everything will be great. And then it goes into the gold and the opulence and the unbelievable uh, structure that this was. This uh, described also are the two big kruvim that Shlomo HaMelech built. Besides the kruvim on top of the Aron, he built two standing up kruvim. 
which uh, took up the whole a- uh, area in the in the Kodesh Kadashim and their wingspan. All the details are are described. Also, is described as not only the Mikdash but Shlomo Melech's house that himself he built. The base of Mikdash took seven years. His house took double almost that time because he was very um, he was very uh, ala- active with alacrity and active with his resources to build the the base of Mikdash. But he finished everything. The pasuk says in Yerech Bul who Chodesh Hashmini in Cheshvan. That's when every the whole base of Mikdash. Uh, was finished. We'll have to see. He's going to have a party in Tishrei. The Mepharshim talk about how you put that together. The other houses are described, the Beis Yalavanon, the Ulam Ha'amudim, all the different uh, places that are uh, were created by, by Shlomo HaMelech. It also, Perik, uh, in Perik Zion, it's described that Shalom Melech took a, a helper from Naphtali and from Dun. We discussed then that Yehuda and Dun are always teaming up, like in the days of the Mishkan, where Moshe Rabbeinu took from, uh, and Betzalel took from El Yav also, Lamate Dun, uh, to help out with the Mikdash. The Yachan and the Boaz and the, and the, uh, Pillars and the columns are described. The Yamsho Shlomo, the mikvah that he built, the Mechonos, all of these pulleys, these machines. And uh, Navi describes how he built uh, an extra ten menoros, an extra ten shulchanos. How he was able to do that, we described then. And this is all Haftorahs for Vayakel, Pekude, Shabbos, Chanukah. And this, everything finally, and Verg Zion, the Malacha was finished, and everything that was used uh, is described in detail. Shlomo HaMelech then gathers everybody together. And he is about to have a party. In Tishrei, in Tishrei, they're, they're uh, come together. They had a 14-day party. And even though Chazal say there was Yom Kippur at the beginning of Tishrei, because it went into Sukkot, still, they were eight on Yom Kippur that year. Then Yom Kippur, because it was a special, special uh, harasha that they would be able to uh, celebrate the building of the of the Beis HaMikdash. They brought the Aaron inside, the Kodesh Kadashim, the Kohanim carried it, as the Gemara says in Sota, Lama Gimel, one of the three times that the Kohanim carried the Aaron, was going into the Kodesh Kadashim, the final place where it is going to, where it is going to rest. What Nothing was in the Aaron except the Luchos, we discussed that Pasuk, Perches, Pasuk Tes, what about the Bottle of Mon, what about the Mate, what about the, the other items, what about the Sefer Torah, and then Shlomo HaMelech, Davin, and um, is in, uh, communicates with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem, the Shlomo Melech has a beautiful tefillah in Paraches. He goes through a little Jewish history. You chose Yushalayim. You chose Davan Melech's family. Please let this be a place where all nations could come together, and let this be a place where people could come to bring karbanos, and let this be a place where we could daven before we go to war. All of the tefillahs in the long parak and paraches here uh, that we discussed, slicha and mechila and uh, everything, and if there's ra'av and if there's sameh, we should be able to come here and uh, be able to be close to you. V'gamela nachri and all the non-Jews, this should be the the uh, area, the center of the entire universe. And when Shlomo Melech finished, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he turns around to gives a bracha to Klai Yisrael, Baruch Hashem, Asher Nasa Menucha Lamo Yisrael, and he's done everything for us, and we just have to follow him, and Hashem answers and says, yes, you have to follow, and in that way, uh, everything will be good. Right at the end of that tefillah, Vayera Hashem El Shlomo Shenis, a second time that Hashem appears to Shlomo, after Givon, Kasher Nirei Lo Begivon, in the beginning of Perak Tess, Hashem says, I've heard everything, but you have to fulfill your side of the bargain. Again, emphasize, If you go away from me, then this base of Migdash is going to be gone. It's going to be gone. You have to stay with me, and then I will stay with, and then I will stay with you. 
Uh, good. There's an unusual, a little discussion at the end here in Parakes about a number of cities that Shlomo gave Hiram, and Hiram wasn't happy with them, and then Shlomo took taxes instead. As we discussed then, these details about the relationship between him and Hiram. Good, Parak Yud. Parak Yud, we have the story of Malchus Shiva, the queen, some faraway queen, not exactly clear where she came from. Was it Ethiopia? Was it Yemen? Was it some, some other place? Ophir? Some place far away she came because she heard about the unbelievable wisdom of Shlomo. She says, I gotta hear this for myself. She comes. And she asks Shlomo many riddles, and she she uh, analyzes, and she is shocked and wowed. She's like unbelievable, even more than I thought. And and she was uh, a parak all about Kiddush Hashem and about how how the we are supposed to be in our lagayim, and that's exactly what happened there. So Shlomo gives her after she brought a lot of presents. Shlomo gives her presents. There's a medrash in Rashi that Shlomo had a relationship with her, and and uh, it's in the parentheses in Rashi. We discussed that then. Uh, but either way, this is the story of Malchus Shiva. Then the parak just ends off. One more structure, and that is Shlomo's throne is described. Six steps up, all the different magical midrashim about the lions and about the psukim that are quoted on the steps going up Shlomo's throne. So this is the top, parak yud. And now parak yud aleph starts... The downfall, really, Parakid Aleph, is the beginning of the end for the rest of Jewish history. Right? Shlomo HaMelech, and then the Malchus will be split, and we are still suffering from this Parak. Parakid Aleph, Shlomo HaMelech, Ahab, Nashim, Nachrios, Rabos, Vespas, Paro, many, many different women. We spoke then how he's supposed to understand this. What was his Kavana? Was he really just misled? Was he trying to draw up the Nitzoto Sakdusha, whatever it is, this the Psukim say that he uh, did not follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu. he had a thousand wives, the Yatu Libo, they turned his heart <coughs> as as Chazal Shlei. He even built a Bama for some of his wives, for some of the of some of their Ovdeavodazara Al Pnei Yerushalayim in Yerushalayim, and Hashem finally appears to Shlomo again and says, Karoa Ekras Amamlacha Me'alecha the Malchus is going to be taken from you. Not in your days, because I promised David. I'm not going to do it in, in his day or his son's day, but it will be, eventually, you will keep one Shevet, which really means two Shvatim, Binyamin and Yehuda, and the rest will be given to someone else. Then Hashem starts the end of Shlomo's reign. He had Tsaris from some of the other nations. Hadad Ho'adomi gives him Tsaris. You know, the uh, he goes to be with Mitzrayim, and even though the Basparo was uh, was married to Shlomo, there were Tsaros. Rizon ben Eliada, other people are described as giving Tsaros to Shlomo. And finally, the end of Paragid Aleph, we are introduced to Yeravam ben Nevat. Some say he was uh, the descendant of Sheva ben Bichri, Yomicha. Either way, Yeravam ben Nevat is here. He already is starting to cause trouble. He is riling up the people against Shlomo, who had built things for personal use, where uh, it, u- it used to have been used by the public, and Yeravim had a lot of potential. As Chazal say, he had a lot of potential, doesn't really give so much detail in the text why he was chosen, but he obviously was chosen because he was a tremendous talent Chacham and potential. Achiyashiloni, the Navi, goes to Yeravim, meets him in the, in the field, 
He takes a baguette, it's unclear whose baguette it was, rips it into 12 pieces, gives him 10 pieces, and says, Yeravam, you are going to be the king over 10 Shvatim, and you will have a long and fruitful relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as long as you follow his ways. And if he wouldn't have sinned, it could be that there would have been an alternate Malchus, a secondary Malchus, but that is a moot point anyway, because he didn't fulfill his part of the of the bargain. But he's already told, Achia tells him, eventually he's going to go back to David. Realize that. Either way, this might have gotten out because then the Navi says that Shlomo tried to kill Yeravam. Yeravam runs to Mitzrayim, Shishak Melech Mitzrayim, and he stays there until Shlomo dies. Shlomo at age, uh, he was king for 40 years, just like his father was king for 40 years. Vayishkav Shlomo Mavosav, he dies at age 52, because remember he came, became king at 12, and he's buried with his father. And Vayimloch Rechavam Benotachtov, and now his son Rechavam takes over. Vayelach Rechavam, Shechem. Rechavam goes to Shechem, that's where other Malchios start, so um, he goes to Shechem. But the Radak quotes, it's like the Rashi quotes in Vayeshev, it's Muchan Lepuranus. Muchan Lepuranus. But, uh, but that's where he went. Yeravim and Avad hears that Shlomo has died, and other people sent for him to come back. But even before that, Rechavim, I'm sorry, first this story happens. First, Rechavim is told by the people. He said, your father taxed us so much. Please, could you uh, loosen up on the taxes a little bit? And Rechavim says, okay, give me a couple of days, which already is a fault. A leader doesn't show uh, wishy-washy attitudes. He says, I'll come back in three days. And he goes and asks his advisors. And the, advi- the, the elder advisor says, listen to them. Gain their loyalty and your mouthless will last. And tragically, Hashem had a piece of behind the scenes here. He listens to his younger advisors and says, no. Oh, be strong, uh, rule with an iron fist, and in that way your machos will be strong, and that was obviously the wrong advice given, that's the one he follows, and the people are not happy, they go and kill the local tax collector, and Rechavim realizes that he is, uh, he is done for, they come, they, they bring back Yeravam, from Mitzrayim, now the Malchus Rachman al has been split, uh, a civil war is about to be had, Rechavim gathers the troops to go fight, but then all of a sudden, Shemaya, Ishho Elokim, one of the Revim, uh, sends a message to Rechavim, don't do it, don't do it, and he listens, he listens, and therefore there is no fight, there is just a double Malchus, Yeravim is up north with the ten Shvatim, and Rechavim is down with the two Shvatim, Yeravim builds uh, by Shechem, he starts building, he builds a uh, Mizbeach, but then starts the trouble, which shows his gaiva, his kavod, he says, one second, if I don't do something, and I don't build something up here, people are, I'm not going to go to Yerushalayim to be Olaregel, and then they're just going to think that Rechavim is the king, but I'm really the king, so he tragically builds alternate Bate Mikdash, Shnei Egle Zav, he has two golden calves that they, uh, that they were gonna worship. Rav Lachem Elos Yushalayim. He says, what are you going to Yushalayim for? Ela Elohecha Yisrael. Rahine Elohecha Yisrael uses the same language of the, of the Egel. He puts one in Beit El, the south part of his kingdom, one in Dun, the north part. Vayadavar Azel Achatas, that was terrible, right? Tuba'av is the finally the day later on in history that they got rid of these. But this is it. Avodazara, he builds, he starts his own holidays on the 15th day of the 8th month of Cheshvan, he uh, doesn't say that the uh, own base HaMikdash, on holidays, terrible, terrible stuff, that uh, where it went to his head, right, the COVID went to his head, the Hine, what happens, finally, now it's time for Yeravam, and as we know, the entire line of Malcha Yisrael, every one of them was Russia kings, Malcha Yehuda went up and down, 
But Malchi Yisrael, Yeravam, straight on down, they were all bad. They were all uh, not followers of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So here, Isha Elohim, which Chazal say was Ido, one of the Vim, goes to Yeravam. Yeravam was up on the Mizbech, Perak Yud Gimel now we're in, goes up on the Mizbech and tells him the future. He says, there's going to be a king named Yoshiyahu. That's 300 years from now. Yoshiyahu's going to be the king and he's going to burn your bones. And the bones of all of your descendants are going to be all totally burned uh, because you're not following HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yeravim gets mad at Ido. He starts grabbing him, but his hand all of a sudden shrivels up. And he couldn't do anything with his hand. And he starts, and the Mizbeach splits in half, which is exactly what Ido was, was said was going to happen. And the ashes fill, fill, uh, spill off the Mizbeach, which he said was going to happen, and all of a sudden, Yeravim's like, please, please, Davin, I got my hand back, I got my hand back. And he Davin's, he gets his hand back, unless we think that Yeravim, all of a sudden, is going to do tshuva, it did not happen. First, he tries to invite him back to his house, maybe he'll be nice to him, and he'll take away that nevuah, but no, Ido says, I'm on a, a specific mission by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I am not allowed to, I am not allowed to be involved in, in anything and anything else, so he leaves. But there happens to be a Navi Sheker. Navi Echad Zaken Yosheba Beitel. And there's a Navi Sheker involved, and he tries and he tries to get Ido back with him. The Navi Sheker sends his messenger to bring Ido back, and Ido says, I can't. Hashem said, I can't eat, I can't drink, I can't do anything on this journey. And he says, no, 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 Hashem told me I'm also a Navi, and Hashem told me you can. And that was a tragic case that there was a test for Ido, and Ido didn't listen. Ido didn't listen. He went back, and he ate, and he drank with his Navi Sheker, and then there was a Nevua that took place, that went to Ido, or went to the Navi Sheker, that says, Ido, because you didn't listen, you are not going to make it back to the... Um, the Kever Avos. He leaves and a lion attacks him and kills him. The Navi Sheker is shaken up or the Navi Sheker realizes that this is the Navi Emes. He went and got the, uh, went to get the body of this, uh, of this Navi who there was a lion that was magically just standing there. He didn't eat the body, which is obviously a sign that it is a, uh, it was from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He takes him, he buries him and he tells his son, please bury me with him. Bury me in the same grave as him, so maybe in the future my bones won't rot and won't be eaten by the dogs uh, because I'll have the schus of being uh, with him and in that way I will be saved. Either way, the end of the parak says, Achar Azeh, Loshav Yaravam Midarko Ara, Yaravam didn't listen, Yaravam didn't do tshuva, the Gemara even says he was offered a walk in Gan Eden with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and David, and his gaiva did not let him, um, you know, uh, listen. And that's exactly what uh, occurred until the end of Yaravam's time. But he at that time, Parag Yudalid, Avia, the son of Yaravam is sick, Yaravam tells his wife, go, disguise yourself and go talk to Achia to see what's going to be with our son. Hashem tells Achia before she comes, she's coming and you should know that she's coming in disguise. She walks in the door and Achia says, Hi, Eishas Yeravam. You should know that your Malchus and your other Malchus is going to die out. They're going to be eaten and they're going to be left and unburied. And you're, the way you know that is that right when you get back, your son is going to die. And that's exactly what happens. She turns around, she goes, and after the Nevuah that was said, to her about base Yeravam, everything exactly occurs. It says Yeravam's going to be eaten by the Klavim, and that is eventually what's going to happen to his descendants, as we will, as we will, uh, as we will see. We get a very graphic nevuah is given by Achia Shiloni. Uh, his wife goes back, and that's exactly what happened. His son dies, and eventually Yeravam dies as well um, after being king for twenty-two years. Nadav, Nadav, his son takes over. 
from Nadav is king, and for the rest of the Sefer, there is an alternating between what's going on in Malcha Yehuda and what's going on with Malcha Yisrael. As we'll see, the longest one discussion will be with Achav in a couple of minutes. Rechavam and Shlomo. Rechavam is uh, king after Shlomo. He is 41 when he takes over. He's king for 17 years. And his mother is Naamaha Amonit. As we know, Rus HaMoavia and Naamaha Amonit are both involved in Malchus based of it. Vayas Yudah Rabbeinu Hashem, but Malchus, the, the Jews, were not following HaKadosh Baruch at that time. They gave him Bamos and Asherah and, uh, and Avodah Zarah and all terrible things. And because of that, then the enemy from without comes. Shishak, Melech Mitzrayim, comes and attacks uh, Rechavam, and Rechavam sends out all of the treasures, all of the treasures, or Shishak takes all the treasures for the Beis HaMikdash, Terabov, Ayatzal, Rechavam, Tachtam, and Rechavam, uh, you know, can't do anything about it, and there was war between Rechavam and Yeravam and Shishak all the days of Rechavam. Rechavam dies, and Aviyam, his son, takes over as well. Now we switch back to you, you Yeravam. Menavat, his son followed all of his his uh, terrible deeds, and eventually his kingdom is um, his kingdom is going to be wiped out as well. Aviam dies, his son, and Asa takes over. So finally, Asa, who is I'm sorry, this is Malchus Yehuda. Asa takes over, and he is a good king. Malach Yehuda al Yehuda Barban Shana, He was king for 41 years, a very long uh, Malchus, and the pasuk says Vayas Asa Hayashar Bene Hashem Kedavid Aviv. He does good. He follows Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, the only thing he doesn't do is to remove the bamos, which he discussed at that time. This is something that recurs over and over again, even by the kings that did acted appropriately. They didn't re- remove the bamos. Is that because they didn't know about the bamos, or is it because they had to give something, uh, some channel for the taiva of of Avodazar at the time? So at least a bum in the backyard, better to violate that small one. Either way, this is uh, this is the mitzias. There was milchama between Asa and Basha. Basha had taken over after Yeruvim's, uh, uh son had died. Basha takes over and he also acts uh, very evilly against uh, Kaddish Baruch Hu, against Asa. And this continues. Uh, the Navi goes to Basha and says that your Malchus is going to be um, uh, ended as well. And the Navi says, uh, going back to Malchus Yehuda, Asa dies and Yehoshaphat takes over. We'll have to get back to that at the at the end of the Sefer. But now we have a little bit more of Malchus uh, Yisrael. Basha is forecast to die, and um, the back and forth, uh, a couple of little kings are mentioned. After Basha comes Umri, and then Zimri, and then Umri. Zimri is a trivia question. He was only king for a week after assassinating the previous king, and then he burnt his, himself in a palace because he saw that he was going to get killed anyway. Uh, one of the four suicides in Tanakh. Umri takes over, and after Umri dies, his son takes over, and that, of course, sets the stage for Achav. Achav, who was king for 22 years, and the rest of the Sefer is about Achav's Malchus and his relationship with uh, with the Nevi'im. So what happens? So Achav ben Amri, Malach al Yisrael, we are in Perak Tezayin, uh, and he does worse things than anybody before, the Navi says. He was terrible, and his wife was his partner in crime. Terrible, Izebel, Bas, Ezbal, Melech, Sidonim, she brought in Avodah Zarah. Terrible things. And the Perak Tezayin, we have mean a man named Chiel. Chiel, built Yericho. He, even though Yoshua ben Nun had made a curse not to rebuild Yericho, he built it and one by one his sons all died as he was building Yericho. An unbelievably stubborn person, he sees the Nevuah of Yoshua ben Nun taking place and 
He thinks it's all coincidence. He thinks it's all coincidence. He is a partner with Achav, as we, uh, as Chazal tell us, we discuss then, and that's why this is put right here. They're trying to prove that Akadosh Baruch Hu is not in charge. Perak Yudzayin, enter Elio Hanavi. Elio Atishbi comes in, and he is very upset about what Achav is doing, and he is gozer a drought. And it stops raining. He ends up going to a, a cave, and he survives by a river, and then Akadosh Baruch Hu says, go to Tsarfat, Tsarfata, and he lives with an almana. An almana who miraculously uh, gives him food, and it never runs out, because Elio Hanavi said, don't worry, he's never going to run out, and that's what she did after doing some chesed with him. She has a son that basically died, seems to be, and she complains to Elio, and Elio Hanavi does chiyas hamesim uh, on him in Perak Yuzayin, and he says, she says, now I see you are an unbelievable ish elokim ata, uh, Elio Navi doing Tchias Amesim. If he was a Kohen, there's a Machlokas, whether he, which Shevet he was from. If he was a Kohen, Tosa discusses. How could he be Matami himself? We discussed that then. Pareg Yurches, which is the Aftara for Barshas Kisisa. This is Eliyahu Bahar HaKarmel. Eliyahu brings up all the Nevi'e Habal. He appears to Achav. How does he appear to Achav? He tells Ovadia. He meets Ovadia. Ovadia is the only Navi that was still around because Achav and Izevel had killed all the Nevi'em. Ovadia managed to save a hundred of them and was supporting them in a cave. He was the only one that Achav kept alive. Ovadia was a gerd tzedek, according to Chazal, from Edom. That's why Sefer Ovadia, we read, uh, for the Haftar for Barshas uh, Vayishlach. Anyway, so Ovadia meets Elio. Elio, now he says, bring me to Achav. Ovadia says, I'm not bringing you to Achav. Achav's going to kill me if I know who you are. Elio, he says, don't worry about it. Achav's not going to kill you. So Elio appears to Achav, and he says to Achav, uh, Achav, you're causing all these problems. And he says, no, Elio, you're the one that brought the drought. He says, Acha, bring everybody to Har Carmel. And then we have the, the famous story of the uh, Nevi'im on Har Carmel in one mountain, Nevi'e Habal, and Elio Navi, and he says the famous Psukim to Am Yisrael on Mosai, how long are you going to follow the Baal, follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu, make up your minds. And first he lets them, the Nevi'e Habal, Davin, and Davin, and Davin, no fire coming down from heaven. And then, Elio Navi drenches his Mizbeach and his cow with water. They both had two, two of the same cow. We discussed that at length then. And, uh, fascinating, fascinating parak. And he says, Aneni Hashem Aneni, please answer. I don't want anybody to, uh, to go away from here with having any doubts. A fire comes down, consumes everything. And everybody says, Hashem Hu Elokim. That's the Haftar for Kisisa, Hashem Elokim, what we say on Yom Kippur. Elio Navi then takes all the Nevi'ah Baal and kills them, and he says to Achav, go home, go home, there's not going to be a drought anymore. Elio Navi waits and Davin's a little bit uh, until he sees a cloud, and in that way he knows that the drought is going to be the drought is going to be over. The Navi does uh, continue and says that Elio ran back with the chariot of Achav so that he wouldn't have to go back by himself. A little coven Malchus, amazing. Anyway, Achav gets back and he tells Ezevel what happened, and Ezevel says Elio and Navi did that. Instead of being convinced, she says Elio is chayev misa. I'm going to kill him. Elio runs away. He goes to a desert. He's dying. He has no food. He has no drink. He says Hashem. Let me die. Sounds like Yona. Same type of Voloshonos. Hashem gives him some food and says, No, don't worry, you're going to live. Go eat this food and then walk. He walks for 40 days and 40 nights until he comes to Har Chorev and he says, Hashem then says to Elio Navi, Nu, 
and El Navi starts uh, saying negative uh, ideas about Am Yisrael. Kanoki Nesi, I'm the only one here. Mene Bnei Yisrael have left your bris, and they there. He was mad. He's a Kanoi. That's why this is also this is after for Parshas Pinchas. And Hashem says, wait. And you have the vision here. There's there's a loud noise, and then there's a wind, and then there's a this and a fire, and only the Kol Mamadaka, Hashem is in the Kol Mamadaka, mentioning and hinting to Elio Anavi. That's not how we're going to get through to Klal Yisrael. Malachapo Elio, and Hashem says you have to go, and uh, you are going to be involved in their punishment. But a lot of midrashim talk about his negative approach to Klal Yisrael earned him having to go to every bris, uh, seeing that we do keep the bris, that we don't violate. He goes to Damasek, he goes to Chazal, he goes to all the different other enemies of Klai Yisrael who are going to uh, punish them. And Hashem even says, also, go pick up your star student who's going to be the Navi instead of you. And this could be because Elio Navi doesn't have the... Uh, the um, state of mind to be the Navi Hashem anymore. So he goes to Elisha ben Shafat. He puts his cloak over him. Elisha realizes something's happening. He says, I'm just going to go say goodbye to my parents. And he goes to Elio. We'll have to meet Elisha again later. The Navi then describes in Perachaf, the war is with Aram. Aram fights Achav. And the Navi tells Achav, Achav, if you follow through, you could still do tshuva. Achav has many chances. And he, even though he's going to give in to uh, Hadad and Aram, the Navi says, don't worry, you could win. And Achav wins once, and Achav wins twice. But the Navi says, you have to kill Ben Hadad, you have to kill Aram once and for all. And at the end, he only he has Rachmanis. He has Rachmanis on him, and he lets him go. Exactly what Shaul did with uh, Amalek, and just like there, Chazal said, because he had misplaced Rachmanis, what happens after that? He is uh, he acts like an achzar on people he should have Rachmanis on, like the Novir him. So to here, we have this misplaced uh, Rachmanis that that he has on Bed Hadad, and what happens in the very next parak after the Navi says, "You are going to lose it all," because again, you keep not following a Baruch Hu. There's a little charade that is done, and Achav uh, paskins in the charade what should be, and it ended up that he was paskining on his own. Um, his own life, as is described in the end of Parachaf, but Achav realizes now that he is, uh, he is, he is done for. Then Parachaf Alav, second to last parak, discusses, right after this Rachmanis that he has, we have the story of Navos, the Karim, the vineyard that he wants, and he is very frustrated because Navos doesn't want to give up his family heritage vineyard. And Izevel says, no problem. She gets to aid him to falsify claims that he cursed the king and he cursed God, and he has Navos killed. And, and then Achav takes over, and after that, the Navi comes and says, Achav, you are finished. You're done. Nothing more. Ratzachta v'gam yarashta. You murdered, and now you're, you're going in and, and uh, taking over Navos' land, you and Izevel are going to be eaten by the dogs, you will not be buried. Achav at the end rips his clothing, has sackcloth, and sits on the floor a little bit. And Hashem recognizes even that Shuvah of Achav, even that Shuvah of Achav, after all the terrible things that he did, still he it's delayed for a couple of years uh, before what happens. And then finally, three years later, Yehoshaphat, the king of Yehuda, has is get uh, goes to Achav and has a little treaty with him, and they say, okay, uh, let's go fight. Achav says, I want to go go fight to get my land back from Aram, even though he didn't really need to get it back. He went to get it back, and the Yehoshaphat says, let's just ask a Navi to see if we're going to be successful. And they ask a Navi Sheker, and the Navi Sheker says, yeah, we'll be successful. Right? They ask Sidkiyo ben Kenana. But Yehoshaphat, who is a tzaddik, the son of Asi, says, I want to ask a real Navi. So that Achav says, the real Navi is going to say something bad is going to happen to me. He hates me. He says, I don't care. So he came, and they asked, and the Navi... 
that uh, tells him that Michahu uh, ben Yimla tells him that he's not going to make it back, and you'll see you're going to be the only one that's going to be killed. And they throw him in jail, and he says, "Okay, you'll see. If you come back, then I'm a faker." But if you don't come back, then you'll see that I am telling the truth. Exactly, that's what happened. They go out to war. Uh, Achav is even dis- uh, disguised, right? The uh, Yehoshaphat puts on Achav's clothing. They're about to kill uh, Yehoshaphat, but then they see it's Yehoshaphat, and somebody just shoots an arrow out of the uh, out of the blue, and it ends up killing Achav. Achav stays standing in his chariot because he doesn't want the people to be uh, to 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 realize that he was hit, and he continues until the end being strong, but ultimately he dies in the chariot. His blood goes onto the floor out of the chariot and the dogs lick up his blood, as was said. And this is the end of the end of Achav. Yehoshaphat is still there, but ultimately at the end of the uh, of the Perak, Yehoshaphat ben Asa was king for four years, uh, for um, how long? He was 35 and he was king for 25 years and he followed the, the ways of his father, right? he was a tzaddik, but again, the bamos were not removed, and after describing some more of the boats that Yehoshaphat had, uh, Yehoram, his son, takes over, Achaz Yehu ben Achav is the king at this time also, and that's how the Navi ends, really, it's the middle of the story, but Achav and Eliyahu are finished, and leading the way for the next uh, Sefer, Malachim Beis, which will continue, will continue the split of the Malchus, which is uh, very ups and downs, Malchus Yisrael is all down, Malchus Yehuda will be ups and downs as we head towards the end of the Vim Rishonim, which is all about the destruction of the of the Beis HaMikdash, the Bayis Rishon. Okay, we'll stop here, and uh, we will best from next time pick up with Malachim Beis.